This is The M Word. I'm Michaela Hyde. I'm Nick Hyde. And welcome to The M Word podcast, the podcast where we talk openly and honestly about marriage and relationships, including ours. We're married, but this is for everyone who thinks that making a relationship work and last, like most things in life, is worth the effort. Hello and welcome to the M Word podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. Episode 29. I know, it's, that's that's good, isn't it? Episode 29, one away from a 30, which is something nice about the round numbers, isn't it? I know. And we've just spent about five minutes trying to decide on the title. I know, I know. And it's it's an incredible title. I'm sure you'll all agree. The Forever Conversation, Commitment, Challenge and Toad in the Hole. Awesome. Yeah. That, that's very exciting. And it's nothing to do with what we're saying today. We just thought it was quite a nice title in the end, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, we will. The reason it's called that is because, well, today, if you're listening to this on the Monday when this is released, is the beginning of the five-week build-up to the UK National Marriage Week. And the theme is the Forever Conversation. And if you've not listened to this podcast before... Um, whether you're married or not, you can listen in and you can get involved with Marriage Week because we're inviting everybody, whether they're married or otherwise, to join in to some extent, which is which is good. So that's why we've called it the Forever Conversation. Commitment and challenge because they're topics we're kind of focusing on for the next couple of weeks through social media. Yep. And toad in the hole. Why are we calling this one? Why are we including that in the title, Nick? Tell us now. Well, to be fair, I don't do much cooking in the house. You which... don't do much which do you want is, to be really honest about fair. that? Yeah, I don't do much cooking. I do prepare cereal and things like that. <laughs> you should see the way he shakes cornflakes into a bowl. There's Just, nobody else quite like it, really. Um, yeah, but I made toad in the hole on yesterday, Saturday. On yesterday. When did we do it? Saturday? Saturday, yes. Anyway, a little bit of time before you're listening to this, dear listener, I made toad in the hole. And yes. everyone agreed it was the nicest meal we'd had for weeks. <laughs> said that did, did not? Did, no no oh. they didn't say that they didn't they did enjoy it because i don't actually make toad in the hole particularly often at all but um we have sausages fairly often it's a bit of a technical dish that's uh, a bit <laughs> beyond you isn't it and i thought well i'll pull out all the stops do something special for the family something to celebrate you said i think i fancy i'm gonna i'll cook dinner what do i what do i want to cook i know i'd like to cook toad in the hole because and you said really if you that. want toad in the hole you cook toad in the hole yourself i said it just like that you're just making this all up, aren't you? Yeah, well, I thought if it's going to be the title of the podcast, it needs a bit more of a story. Yes. So the reality is, I said, oh, I fancy toad in the hole. And you said, oh, that's a good idea. And I said, I'll make it. And I went up to BBC Good Food and thought, right, egg, flour, put that. Oh, right, that really is all there is to it. Excellent. Yes, you did You did call down for my assistance on one occasion, didn't you? Yes, that's right. Well, I didn't know what milk well, was or something. Um, though the, re- the problem was that the recipe for BBC Good Food, um, it's actually Sam's recipe. It's described as that, isn't it? Sam's recipe. Sam's it is, yeah. The whole. This might so be if you're too looking much for it, now. Anyway, it says 12 chipolatas in that recipe. Yeah. And, and you're a little bit unsure because thought, we had eight add... large sausages. So I thought I need surely additional sausage cooking time. Yes. And you said, no, it'd be fine. Yeah. But it turned out we needed a little bit of extra sausage. Oh, no, I didn't, didn't say that. I said, no, it's the other way around. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some points. I said, I'm saying yes, thinking, no, I didn't. I said you have to cook it for slightly no, longer. This isn't going very well, is no. it? No. Anyway, no, but the thing is, it was a really nice dinner. It was very good. So there we nice. are. So, and I, I think the point being, of course, this brings us back to the subject that periodically is coming up all the time, which is coronavirus. 
And it's partly, yep. well, it is, no, it's not partly, it is entirely because of lockdown that you cook dinner, isn't it? <laughs> I guess so. I posted it on my own personal Facebook page, but I didn't say it's because of lockdown. I didn't want to shame him, but I don't mind shaming it here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair enough. This is a good place to be shamed. <laughs> not many people will hear about the shaming. <laughs> we're, we're relatively safe. No, I was, it was lovely. I really enjoyed being cooked for, so thank you. And I'm expecting more of that. And so for now, for a, a good time, every episode will have to have the name of the dish you've cooked in the title. What yeah, do you think? Yeah, okay. That's not a bad thing. Well, we can certainly talk about it in the yeah. catching up because people would love to hear about that. I know, sure. wouldn't they? So anyway, that's that's been the highlight of the last couple of weeks, toad in the hole. Yeah, but, obviously, obviously. But actually, I, you know, obviously, it's getting that balance, isn't it, of talking about coronavirus. And we talked last time about not inundating yourself with the news because it can get a bit depressing. And actually, we've had a few times where we've thought, we'll just watch the headlines or we won't watch any at all or we'll watch in the morning. And we're finding that mm. pattern is working quite well to try and at times just remove yourself yeah, from you it Yeah, you want to stay in touch and know what's going on. Yeah. But it's so easy just to dwell in it continually. Yeah. And actually, I've noticed in the last week, there hasn't, there's, there's not much, there's been no huge developments day on day. It's kind of just a gradual doom gloom. Yes, and it's sort of what As in they're there's no predicting. big changes. No, no, you're it's right. what we're expecting. But I think the thing that is probably is changing is how people are managing and adapting to this because again when we talked last time it had only been that sort of first week and now we're as we, you're listening to this if it's on the Monday it was three weeks ago today that Boris did his right everything shutting talk you know the full on lockdown Yeah. and I think that to begin with there's probably that flurry of activity if people are not working and they're cleaning cupboards out or chucking out you know chucking things away sorting out their kids rooms or I don't know just clearing out a garage or you know those sorts of suddenly being very industrious and then you realize this is now going on for quite a long time mm. so I think there's that sort of sense of going up and down and and I'd read online and also heard another podcast that some people almost going through a sense of grief of loss yeah. and this we we touched on this before about us being quite different but the different personalities so introverts and extroverts i'm more of an extrovert not particularly because i'm loud and leery it's not it's that kind of the thriving on company and and people and thriving on that whereas you're quite enjoying <laughs> that that that's I know, slightly I almost more feel guilty for thinking yes i'm i'm quite enjoying yeah. the excuse to to be in mm. it's true that introvert and extrovert people often think that's loud and quiet people but it's not yeah. at all an extrovert is someone who processes who processes emotions and thoughts through talking to other people about them so i love in the m1 podcast let me tell you some more things about myself right now <laughs> about engaging with others and that's that's the kind of the buzz yeah an introvert likes to sort of process stuff on their own yeah and we're definitely those two characters when it comes to we are this kind of stuff but the, the reflection I guess is that a few weeks in I think that it's one of those things where you do start to feel like okay so this is going to be for a long time how am I managing now I've cleaned all the cupboards or done whatever and again coming back to keep on almost keep reassessing your routine and, and thinking is this working is is are the rhythms that we've we've created mm. are they working and is that good and I think we were chatting about this before and we'd said I think that part of the challenge is parenting and so on as well and that's definitely been something early on for us where we well I have I had particular expectations about 
what I'd really like our teenage kids to do. And having any expectations around teenage children is in itself brave and heroic, is it not? Yes, and inevitably will bring about challenge and misunderstanding and, and, and you know. And some disappointment along the way. And some tears, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so we, we were struggling a little bit, you and I, weren't we, in terms of both had similar ideals but how we were trying to encourage the kids to carry that out, different kind of thoughts around that. And just, you know, we found that quite hard, didn't we? We were talking about it and trying to work something out without irritating each other. Um, Are you talking about recently where we got really irritated with one another? Well, we went for that run and it was not a nice run, was it? Yes, indeed. <laughs> but, you know, a day or so later, we'd, we'd worked it out. Yeah, it was fine. It took about a it day, was though, fine. Well, yeah, we were friends that evening, but it was just, yeah, still feeling... Feeling, yeah, finding it hard. But I think partly my tolerance levels had definitely dropped because I was having that sense of loss that I just referred to, that sense of, if you like, um, mm. to use the phrase somebody else, that sense of grief about what we're experiencing now. And I was saying some the other day, I know it does depend on your own home and we're really grateful to have a garden and have, you know, space in our house. But for most of us, it's like being imprisoned in luxury to some extent. It's not like a prison, is it? You know, nobody's home is going to no. be like an actual prison, I wouldn't have thought. No. But you've got, you know, you might have Netflix, you can maybe have some nice, you know, nice treaty foods and, and you can have the things that are around you, but you can only go for one walk a day and it's just, it's a weird thing. So there's still that strange feeling around all of this. So I still feel like for a lot of us, we're working some of that out. And we've had a period of time where our son has been doing school every day and he's been really good. You've had work to do from home. You've done yep. it, gone in a bit. I've been working from home. Our daughter hasn't, so she's become quite nocturnal. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, again, trying to encourage her to kind of think about patterns. But it's the Easter holidays now. Um, and so that will change things again. So I do mm. think throughout the time like this, probably routines need to be not set in stone, but movable and yeah, flexibility and yeah it's it's kind of like a new way of living that everyone's coming to terms with and um people are trying to find new long-term goals and then short term how do i how do i structure my day yeah um so so yeah i think that process of thinking what do i want to achieve in this time that's different yeah is quite a positive way of looking at it yeah because any change is an opportunity always so you think okay this this brings about opportunity yeah, definitely. And and I think one of the things that we appreciated, um, and we'll we'll put a picture on, I think, online. We um we went for a cycle ride, didn't we, on Saturday. We did. And we haven't done that in such a long time. Really long time. And it was a bright day and we, we were able to cycle from our home. We were able to cycle to somewhere like a country park. We live in a London borough, so don't imagine that we're out in the stick somewhere. But we can quickly cycle somewhere pretty. And you could see London as well. Mm. And we've never seen it so clear, have we? And it looked absolutely lovely. You had the horses there and um, in the field. And it looked so nice. Yeah, um, yeah. And quite unique to have that that little bit of time and also for us it meant time without our kids not that we don't love them but it's that as couples yeah. finding space and the london skyline was crisper i think than we've ever seen it oh, in terms amazing. of yeah. no one's driving around in london the air yeah. quality definitely was better well, there we go and another little positive mm -hmm. while we're on a roll with positive stuff something i've noticed when we've gone out for our little walk or we've gone out for some exercise for our, our once a day trip out um, or even when I'm working in my office upstairs and I can look out the window is you're, we're seeing so many more 
couples or families walking together and being together. And you see couples walking along holding hands and you see kids and families with scooters and stuff. And I don't think I've ever seen as many like family groups or couples together. You, You know, you see friends hanging out or you see people on their own. But I do think that part of the interesting outcome of all of this is that although there might be some that are saying well relationships will be under a lot of strain and I do think it will we talked about again last time that sense of having the spotlight on things that are more challenging Um, equally you are just having so much more time with one another and in the more time you have um, it's important to get your spaces worse so you don't drive each other mad but you learn probably new things about each other even if you've been married for a long time or you've been together for a long time mm. you suddenly discover new things about each other and equally if there are challenging things going on you can't you can't you know sort of sweep it under the carpet and think oh well, I'll just work longer hours or I'll go and visit friends or you can't run away from stuff um, yeah. so you yeah. have got to deal with stuff so I, I think this could be an interesting time for, for families and for couples um, and for relationships across the country across the globe actually um, and bringing it back down to what's valuable in life really because we're all relational people aren't we we're all about yep. relationships everything yeah. we do we relate to people in one way or another even you know introverts and extroverts we all relate to one another and so there's this valuing or learning to value more the relationships you have with your immediate family but Equally, if you're on your own, it's that reaching out and using technology. And aren't we all so grateful for, for video conferencing and Zooms yeah. and house party apps and WhatsApp, all of these things, so that we can make sure those who are on their own don't feel on their own in that way and keep yeah. that contact going. Absolutely. So, so interesting times. And um, feedback from email correspondence. No one that's surprised this week we've had no contact. Uh, so. I did have, I did have, I don't think I told you, oh, so I had a text um, Had a text from my friend Cathy who had said how much she enjoyed the interviews with my mum and dad. So uh, that was yes. really nice. Okay, big shout fact, out to Cathy. Our friend Yumka as well. Um, she's also said that she'd been listening to the interviews with my mum and oh, really? dad and she did she did a laughing emoji actually on the message sent to me so <laughs> I'm assuming it wasn't laughing at the ridiculousness of it all but no, as in enjoying it with, with us yes so that was nice that's so, good but if you do want to contact us don't forget you can email us at themwordpodcast at gmail.com Indeed, and we would love to hear from you because it's all about contact at the moment. We want to stay connected. We so, do. So, so, yeah. Take this opportunity. Share the podcast with people. Tell people about it if you like it. Don't yes. tell anyone about it if you don't like it. Perfect. <laughs> or, you know, you can tell other people and they can make the choice for themselves. They can indeed. Um, so. You know, so that's all fine. So, anyway, I mean, we've. It's a bit different at the format today because the kind of what we've been up to, what's in the news, it's that's, all the we've same done stuff, that really, haven't we? Yep. We've covered all of that kind of stuff. In fact, news items of anything else are always quite small at the end, like the new Labour leader is, has been announced. And do you know what? I don't... Just is, as a little side note. Just oh, little, yes. Yeah, and I don't even remember who it is now because I read it and then I can't remember who it was. So I haven't even read I, it. Well, there I only saw it as a... My shame. Yeah, there we are. So if you could email us in at the Edward podcast. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, that would be very helpful. So let's... Unless you are the new leader of the Labour Party. Then you can just say it's me. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the reason we've got in the title as well, the Forever Conversation and Commitment and Challenge, is because um, the UK National Marriage Week 
is five weeks away. And we should mention that you run it. And I run it. That's I why am, we talk about it yes, a lot. Yes, that is why we talk about it a lot. And I do care about marriages and relationships, and so that's why it's Phew. an invitation for all. Um, but it's it's five weeks um, from today in terms of when this is being released. So it's the 11th to the 17th of May. And we have called it the Forever Conversation. And for you regular listeners to the M Word, you'll know this is a phrase that Nick and I brought into our conversation about a year or so ago and um, I'm going to explain it in the context of marriage week so I don't end up repeating myself. So we've called it the forever conversation and we're encouraging people who are who are married to say okay um, what are we doing to make our relationship last forever and just in in the context of you know the coronavirus this is such a poignant message really because you've got the time to talk to each other you've got the time to get irritated you've got the time to enjoy each other so think about what are you doing to make your relationship last forever and we have questions on our website which are called 10 um, questions on the way to forever and they're just things to help you think about what forever looks like for you as a couple if you're in a relationship and you're not married but you're in a in a relationship you've been so for at least a couple of years you're living together this is the time to this is a great time right now to stop and talk about the future and forever and again there are some questions that you can look at and think about to try and think about okay do we want to at at some point formalize this commitment and maybe you think you don't need to but one of the things we talk about is removing ambiguity so for Nick and I because we made that formal commitment of marriage also civil partnership comes into this you've removed any uncertainty about where the other person is at and what they might feel about the future of this relationship we're saying yes we're in this for the long haul are we not are you kind of saying that this is what the forever conversation yes, is yes, yeah and yeah. it is worth recapping i think it's something we come back to quite often but it is um it's key yeah. isn't it so the key to success of so many relationships is commitment and yeah. the way you make a long-term commitment is by planning long term it's not saying let's make sure today goes really well let's make sure tomorrow goes really well yeah because that might work for a hundred days in a row but you will come across challenges but if you know fundamentally as a couple you've said right this is it we've decided it's forever to the best of our abilities yeah that hugely increases the long-term success chances if you like yeah use of a better word of that relationship working and functioning and being sustained in the long term and obviously marriage that's kind of built in because it's a public promise so you you do think about it but others that aren't married sometimes have sort of slid into the relationship as opposed to thinking right let's stop and make a determined proper conversation is this what we're doing do we know for certain that this is what we both want and that's the forever conversation that we we talk about a lot yeah and on on the marriage week website we've got i said these 10 questions for those categories for married and non-married just to help you think about a forever conversation and the kind of things you might want to talk about but we've also this year for the first time ever we've got stuff for single people or those who are just starting out in a relationship now that's particularly hard at the moment if during this kind of time of isolation you've only just started dating someone then it's kind of like having a long distance relationship I'm sure (laughs) trying to maintain that but there are some questions to think about what what you want your forever to be like so Mm. that you make sure that the person you're with if you're looking for a forever, that they are the kind of person that can have that those qualities, if you like. Okay. So that is the context. This that is the reason why I've got the theme of the forever conversation. Um, and 
what I've tried to do for the next couple of weeks is, or for each week in the build-up to the week itself, I've got a category which then encompasses lots of the resources that we've got on the website. And I'm really excited about the website this year because we've got some really great stuff. All sorts of people have contributed. You've pulled together a really good variety of new from all sorts. Yeah. From, you know, a... Um, a sort of really young lady that's just got engaged and her yeah. sort of blog and story and stuff like that. Yeah. Through to just all sorts of stuff and input from different people and different third different parties and organisations and, yeah. and individuals. So if you haven't been on the website yet, shame on you. <laughs> no, sorry. No, we've I only just, just really promoted it today. So, you okay. know. Okay. Uh. You can have another couple of days then. Uh, get yourself on that website. Have a look at the stuff. It's really, really good. And it continues to grow. There's more stuff going on yeah, there. Yeah, there is. I mean, we've got all of our, what I'm calling, so obviously the forever conversation is the conversation, but we've got the let's talk more categories i.e. take it further see what you did there and I know thank you and so we've got things like well in fact this week with commitment being the title we've got let's talk engaged and let's talk married being promoted and the week after with let's talk um, sorry the let's talk categories are finances work and conflict coming under the um, umbrella kind of title of challenge if you like and about how we manage those situations with each other Um, but We've got a huge number of guest bloggers who have, or guest blogs, so people aren't necessarily regular bloggers, but people that have been willing to tell their story or share their You've experience. You've twisted their arms to I uh, persuaded share, them. So. But you mentioned about the young girl, um, young lady, um, her name is Megan Togwell, and Hi, Megan. she is the daughter of our lovely friends, Phil and Emma, and Megan is just one of the loveliest girls ever. She um, has agreed, or she agreed to write a blog because she got engaged um, recently and so please do have a look at her blog it's it's just really beautifully written and is that um, on the website already now? that's on the website that will be on the website to, yes from today and then this week on Wednesday we've got a blog that's being released and that is Harry Benson's blog and that is called Reliable Love Commitment and the Forever Conversation and it's a really good read and it talks a bit more about this topic and the context of his new book that's coming out commit Very or good. quit so that you can pre-order that book as well on amazon if you're interested mm, and other good book yeah. retailers the world is not just amazon no indeed indeed in fact you might want to shop around at the moment because nothing's coming quickly anyway so that yep. a pre-order is a really good idea isn't it with things being a bit slow yeah um, that's worth thinking about. What are we waiting for? I know. So um, so that's all, all good stuff. So I think we thought today it would be interesting just to talk about the two topics, really, for the next couple of weeks Just to sort of social embellish media. them. Yes, <laughs> embellish, yes. So we've got um, commitment and challenge. And, you know, one of the things I was just thinking about, and I forgot to say to you before we prepped for this, Nick. Go on. We have a bit of a prep, just so you know, um, was commitment. And I thought it's actually a really interesting thing to think about because... We're in a stage where a lot of the commitments that we've made, committed to doing certain things, meeting up, going to the theatre maybe, or perhaps, you know, work commitments, everything has been taken from us. And we're feeling like it's it, it's, it's almost sort of made us wobble, hasn't it? Because we've lost all those yeah. things. Because commitment, of course, brings security. And I was thinking, I wonder if this period of time will make people think differently about commitment anyway. And maybe it will make people feel more inclined to think okay i want to i want to know where things are at and where things you know what's important and i'm more inclined Mm. to make formal commitments about all sorts of things yeah yeah no it's a good point i suppose people in lockdown are finding who they have committed to or live with it's suddenly there's that natural Mm. increase intensity yeah so whether it was a uh, an absolute choice or a sort of default or where you've ended up yeah that's that's how things are for you for now. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, 
a, you know, a teacher at our school who's, who's a couple, they'd come over to this country for a period of time for sort of a planned um, to sort of work here for a period of months and thinking, yeah, they are now locked in together all the time. Yeah. And there's a, a, an increased intensity in that scenario. And I guess that's just one example, but there'll be lots of other sort of mm. similar situations where the the intensity of that time with one another mm. has been sort of artificially multiplied yeah. due to that external influence. Yep. Yeah. And it does it does bring into question commitment. As I say, it's not just relationships. It's in all, all sorts of things. Yeah. And maybe people will... I guess my reflection is, will people actually value commitment more because they've had their commitments that they've made taken from them? You know, without it's not been their choice that they've lost. So the commitments they've made in just in life in general. Um, okay. So as I say, whether it's a work commitment or maybe maybe you're due to get married <laughs> and that you've had that taken from you. And your work commitments the things that you meetings you'd planned or trips you'd planned to do or just maybe maybe you're just kind of um, working with some different people and you'd committed to you know investing time in different people in some way and you can't do a lot of these things and is it going to make yeah. commitment a, something that becomes more valuable rather than something that people are scared of um, I don't know just a just a thought in it all yeah but yeah, um, food for thought but I guess for, for couples, I mean, one of the reasons that I've mentioned these let's talk topics and we've got this overall phrase of commitment is um, if you're somebody who um, was due to be married this summer, um, then that that's that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, I was um, thinking about that as well. People that are currently engaged, mm. um, particularly those that have specific plans and dates coming up in the next yeah. week or month and thinking this can't happen. Yeah. Um, uh, well, one of the blogs that's coming out the week after next yeah. is by um, a guy called Jonathan Williams, and he works for CARE. He's the family policy officer. R- young guy, engaged, and was due to get married in a few weeks. Really? Um, and he, I think at, at the time of writing the blog, you know, I wasn't really quite sure what that would look like, but I don't know whether any weddings can even go ahead at the minute. I don't think they um, are. I think it's just, um, yeah. just funerals with no one attending kind of thing. Yeah, and I think... Obviously, if you're engaged and you're living together, you can still keep investing in that relationship and perhaps the way you always have done. But you're going to have to wait for longer. But for people that have chosen not to live together, which is the case for some, this Jonathan hasn't. It's not living with his with his girlfriend, okay. so his fiance. Um, so they are they're now in their own particular households and are having to mm. keep the relationship going through, you know, through video yeah, calls and yeah. stuff like that. But the period of engagement, if you are engaged, it's the whole point of that period is one is to say, yes, this is who I'm with. This is what, this is who I'm going to spend my life with. You've already made that. You've had that. You've had the forever conversation. Yeah. But it's a time of preparation um, to think ahead and get ready as much as you can for that time together. Mm. Um, mm. And so, again, this period of time may help you sort of think more about what to expect there's only so much you can prepare I think equally but I do think it is worth preparing thinking about some of the big topics like I don't know conflict and yeah, um, yeah. and finances and whatever else and that I mean that brings us on to the other area of focus for today doesn't it talking about challenge yeah and the sort of areas where um, as part of marriage week the natural things you talk about sort of finances work conflict stuff like that yeah but again you can't help but think but all of it is amplified isn't it at the yeah minute, yeah where some people are under huge pressures financially either they're self-employed or for a business or they've lost their job um, so that is something which you need to work at with your partner if yeah. you're in a long-term relationship um, and just the, the, the you know the nature of work um, yeah that just everyone knows someone that's either 
in a small business or set up a small business or or working in a way that's effective i feel hugely um privileged i don't know what the word is really to be to just to be a teacher and to have that stability for me i i really just mm. do not take for granted at the minute in terms of that stability of of my my employment yeah. and my salary um is something that i'm extremely grateful for yep yeah um, and just do not take for granted at the minute and i think finance is absolutely always something that can bring challenge but even though like for us we are so grateful for that but equally we're probably going to lose money on holidays and all those sorts of things so yep. there is financial pressure and extra strain on on all couples um and actually at this point i'd really recommend looking at the toucan um app it's a free app okay. and um it's toucan as in t-o-u-c-a-n so the their image is like the, or their logo the is the bird, but it's obviously two can do these things together. Play on words, see what uh, they did very there. Good, very good, isn't it? Um, they've got a huge, like quite a few different modules, but they, I've talked about this already on the podcast, but it's right to mention it again. They've got a money module that's come out fairly recently mm. this year, and that might be worth, well, it will be worth you looking at it. There'll be some useful videos and tools, and it's all completely free. And I think knowing that things are challenging working out what you can as a couple but reaching out and getting help as well which is why yeah. on our on the marriage week website there are lots of partner organizations that we would recommend and again for marrieds and non-marrieds to get in contact find out find out what they're doing online as mm. well to help you through some of the challenges that are inevitably going to come up and in terms of conflict i mean we talked briefly earlier about our <laughs> relatively minor conflict mm. um but is there is there particular stuff on the website relating to conflict that you sort of point people towards so one of our partners is an organization called prepare and enrich or i think it's prepare enrich and it's um they're brilliant um brilliant sort of providers of couple um, and relationship marriage um sort of resources and they have written a let's talk more on conflict and give you some guidance and some top okay. tips and the let's so, talk more is kind of additional stuff going alongside the main themes isn't yeah. it so for marriage week you've the forever conversation but let's talk more let's mm. delve into these things so we've got one on on conflict so brilliant um, and they've written that for for you they've done that specifically for marriage, for marriage week and again actually the same sounds fact, like i should read it <laughs> <laughs> yes do yeah i'll uh, i'll Awkward. share that with you um but there's also one on as i say on finances which has been provided by family life and toucan and there's links on there as well to to get more help and resources yeah, so yeah. um so i think the key thing is during this period of time um i think anytime always look for help but hey don't ever feel like you shouldn't get help even when things are going brilliantly but we can all improve there isn't you know we've said before there is no such thing as a perfect marriage okay um a really good marriage is made up of two people who are willing to make it better <laughs> and improve it yeah um, definitely not... a perfect marriage isn't a marriage where there's no conflict or a perfect relationship isn't a relationship where there's no conflict mm. it's a relationship where you've got the foundations deep enough that conflict can happen without it shaking the stability of the relationship itself and also you know one another and, and are your priority is to want the best for the other party. Yeah. And if that's your if that's your mindset, when your sort of human nature gets in the way and you get a bit selfish and there's misunderstanding and you feel hurt and cross, 
when the dust settles, you're looking, if both of you are looking to resolve that mm. rather than get revenge, yeah. or, you know, make the other person feel bad because you're hurt. If that fundamental core value is to be kind and to be thinking out for one another and appreciate how one another, I mean, it's like that love languages word. It's a it's a bit naff, but the in essence, it's it's really truthful, isn't it? How how will the other person appreciate Mm. Um, what what you're offering? Yeah, and I know you said then about um, people perhaps feeling um, as though you know if you have an argument that you've got the stability thing. Okay, we can work through this, but we can feel knocked and we can feel like you know un- unsettled by conflict. Mm. But the point is, even if you feel that way, dig deep and find ways of resolving it. I think is yes. the thing to say. Yeah, absolutely. So, but um, I'm just looking at that clock, Nick, and we've just gone over half an hour, so we probably should wrap up there yeah if you've made it this far through well done <laughs> and uh hang in there we're about to say goodbye so that's good but um it is it's been i don't know i've really enjoyed today i've really mm. i feel like um we've had quite a few emails over the time from different people so there's that sense of connection with you and connection is really important especially for me at the yeah. moment so yeah. thank you for listening um we really appreciate you joining in please do share the n-word podcast yeah, do that if you have got to the end you must have quite liked it unless you fell asleep while it was on so do <laughs> do share this with people that you are connected with on whatever you're using you know tiktok you crazy youth (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean it would be good or contact us as well vmwordpodcast at gmail.com all one word that would be great and please do have a look at the marriage week website uh, marriage-week.org.uk if you just search marriage week you'll find us and we're on lots of different social media platforms please look at the content share it um, and um, and give me some feedback as well i'd love to hear from you the end, I think. We need to stop now. Shall we stop there? Yeah, let's stop right now. Thank you, and we'll be back in a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.